hey Matt, so Lauren does this thing where sometimes we'll be driving in the car. I'll be I'll be driving. She won't be driving. She'll be sitting in the other seat, you know. And Tell me uh, more. yeah, as she will like we'll <laughs> we'll be like talking, or you know. So you know how some people do that thing where they like if they need to focus, they'll like turn down the the. You need to see better, so you turn down the stereo. Oh yeah, no yeah, I know that. I don't usually do that though. Okay, I do, like I, I am definitely guilty of that. But <laughs> Lauren fucking does that, even though she's not the one driving. And oh, she'll, like she'll do it on your behalf. <laughs> and, yeah, and and not even that. Like she'll like w- like maybe we'll be having a conversation or something, and like the music will be playing, yeah. and she'll like turn down the music like a little bit, like a like a notch or two, and then mm-hmm. and then like. You know, five or ten minutes will go by or whatever, and then she'll turn it down like another couple low. notches. No, no, she'll like yeah. turn it down more, and then like uh-huh. by by the end of the car ride, the music's at like fucking like level two, <laughs> <laughs> and it just never goes back up. No, it drives me up the damn wall. At, like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's the, does, does Lauren listen to our show? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I get, well here we'll, we'll find we'll find out. I guess we'll find out because I'm about to dox her more. This reminds me of the time that uh, you told me, like, like when you're in, like, the drive-thru or whatever and you're driving and, like, she's in the passenger seat and they give you the food and you're like, mm. thank you. And she feels the need to lean over and oh go, thank God. you, also. <laughs> no, she'll be like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> like yeah, have a nice day. Like, you weren't even part of this interaction at all. Oh you don't God. know this person. At least I have, like, some level of, like, rapport that I've built with oh, this individual over the past, like, that... three minutes think... waiting in the drive-thru. <laughs> I think it's so sweet, though. Like, I, like, okay, I can understand why you're like, I don't get it. But at the same time, I'm like, she's such a nice, polite person. <laughs> I just think it's so fucking funny that she's like, I must also say thank you or my life is over. <laughs> Hey, that was uh what <laughs> I feel like you've opened with that so many fucking times. It's, it's from the weekenders. <laughs> I mean, I'm keeping that. Go. Have you ever have you ever watched the weekenders? Yes, I have. We I think we talked about it on the show. Oh shit. Oh my god. We're just running in circles here. <laughs> just doing the same show over I'm, and over. I'm, I'm We're gonna lose all this all, in. All of our four <laughs> listeners are gonna stop listening because it's just the four same show, same show over and over and over. Hold on, oh four and God. a half. Who's the half listener? <laughs> um, it's the it's that guy who only tunes in for odd numbered episodes. Oh my God! It's the, yeah. so unfortunately he's not gonna hear this one. But uh, welcome to another episode of Super FX, the show where we sometimes pod, we sometimes cast, but we always <laughs> record. I'm Tyler. I'm Matt. What's up? Uh, this is episode number thirty, dude. Um, hey, we're back. We yeah, went man. on. We went on a. Uh, don't call it a hiatus. Call it a little, a little. Um, uh, the holidays are tricky, man. <laughs> holidays are tricky. Uh, yeah. We went on sabbatical. We mm. come back uh, after we come badical. We we come badical, <laughs> and here here we are with a refreshed state of being. 
Yeah. Uh, a refreshed state of bean. Oh my god. Is there... There should be a Mr. Bean show called The State of Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Does that exist? I'm looking it up. What is state our show anymore? <laughs> uh, can I make a confession? Okay. I've never seen anything Mr. Bean. No. What? Yeah. Really? So I've always wanted to, but I just never did. Ever since I was a kid, I just I never got around to it. And now, just as an adult, I'm missing the bean. Oh, okay. I still haven't seen anything. <laughs> you can't find the bean? <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't find bean anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, that it, it was always... I don't know if this was a Canadian thing, because I think it's a British show. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I th- maybe this was a Canadian thing, but it was like always on, you know, like you turn the TV on this. I know like for you youngins out there, like you, you know, Gen Z doesn't really get this, uh, understand what this means to like channel surf. But like back in our day, <laughs> you had, you had <laughs> oh, to like, yeah. you know, surf, surf the channels. Now you just surf the net. You don't even do that anymore. There's no surfing to be had these days. <laughs> Can't yeah, surf anything. No, it's, uh... It's too it's too cold out to surf and it's uh too it's too technologically advanced to surf indoors either. Yeah, no so. one surfs. Uh, anyway, so yeah. you would surf the channels and like Mr. Bean was always on. Like you would always see Mr. Bean. So was that yeah, not no, the that, case for you? Not really. I mean, I'm sure that he was on here and there, but for the most part no. He just like the thing <laughs> that was on like when I when I think of stuff that was like, "Oh, it was always on." Stuff like fucking Looney Tunes. That was always on somewhere. Oh, and, what? Uh, That's weird. Yeah, because there were like three fucking there were like three or four channels that ran Looney Tunes because it was in the public domain at, after a certain oh. point. So it was on okay. like Cartoon Network, and it was on TBS, and it was on Boomerang, and oh. it was on like fucking WB, which became CW, and now I don't think they do that anymore at all. I, th- I think so we like, had a grand Looney Tunes was always on. I think we had a grand total of zero of those channels that you just listed. <laughs> Uh, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Uh, B- Mr. Bean. Um, yeah. Also, that... um, forgive me listeners and also you, Tyler, if you can hear any ice clinking around, I'm drinking a Dr. Pep with ice because I'm feeling frisky today. Wait, does frisky equal ice or to me, I, ice is like, I was lazy and didn't put my soda in the fridge ahead of time. And so now I have to dilute it with ice to make it palatable. <laughs> um no see the thing is i don't usually like to put ice in a drink even if it's warm just because it uh it well like you said it dilutes it which i don't like um and also yeah, we are uh, dr pepper purists <laughs> and we like to it, enjoy it, our delicious beverage <laughs> free of any impurities in only it the most places <laughs> volume in the glass i want more soda <laughs> less ice <laughs> um but Daddy needed a super fucking refreshing, refreshing cold Dr. Pep this this evening. So, ice and drink. Would you put? Hold on. So, did the Dr. Pepper come from the fridge? A uh, can. When what? Did it come from the fridge? Did it, the can, can come from the fridge? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> so now it was in a. It's in the box of cans next to the fridge. <laughs> Did it come what from the can? What the fuck can? is so funny? No, it came from the fridge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, don't you know I have a fucking Dr. Pepper dispenser right on the fridge? <laughs> I didn't use that. I used the can. No, okay. So it was a can not in the fridge. Had the can been in the fridge, would you have then put ice into the... the 
the uh, glass. No, probably not. In fact, almost definitely not. I okay. would just drink it straight from the can. But because it was warm, you decided to add ice. Just just this one time. Usually, I don't even care if the soda's warm, but I really are, pe- are people a cold drink. who add ice to an already cold beverage are those people maniacs or? I I think that they are giving themselves too much of a good thing. Coldness. <laughs> yeah, too much coldness in their life. Although for me, that's not a bad thing. I'm always a fucking furnace. So okay, well, we've the more re- cold I can have in my life, the better. <laughs> Would you like to talk about video games? Yeah, I was going to talk about Mr. Bean, but I think that ship is sail. The, the SS Bean is long gone and has left left port, and it's on its way to Hawaii. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we can talk so, about video uh, games. Yeah, sure. Um, it's, what? Uh, it's it's been a little while since the last time we talked. It has. Um, you and I spoke on Discord a little bit a couple weeks ago, um, but we didn't record. We were just kind of like catching up because we hadn't talked for a while shit, because of the fucking. As they say. Because of the yeah, the holidays really like screwed with my whole schedule and everything, and so I'm really glad to be back and talking with you. But now I need to catch up with you more. I have literally no idea what you've been up to the past couple weeks. Tell me. Uh, okay, so yeah, you know, I also had holidays, so games were a little, a little tough to fit in there, um, as yeah. as as it happens. Uh, however, uh, since we last recorded, there have been a number of games that I have been playing. Um, Do tell. Well, but here, here, okay, just briefly before I get into that, uh, we didn't. I I don't, I don't know if you want to do this. We, most most video game podcasts uh, will do a <laughs> you know like a top ten games of the year or or you know their favorite game of the year kind of thing or you know this, oh, yeah. the top shit that I played um, because we are in the year of our Lord two thousand twenty three at this rate and so twenty twenty two has ended that that year boarded the SS Bean and it's long gone uh, mm. I don't think that either of us are the type who you know, typically play all of the games that come out in a given year, you know? So it I don't think on the game, but yeah, I don't think either of us are really in the position to be like, Oh, such and such was the best game of 2022 that came out in 2022. Right. Like, I don't think either of us are in the position to, to make such a grandiose claim. Uh, mm-hmm. However, I, I do think that, you know, we can probably both pick a game that we played in 2022 and say, you know, is the best game that we personally played in 2022 regardless of the year it came out yeah is is that fair um, yes i can i can totally get on board with that i okay so for, for for me i mean if you want like i think everybody knows what mine is if you've listened to this show before you'll know what the my favorite game that i played this year is because it's probably one of the <clears throat> one of if not my favorite game i have ever played uh mm-hmm. it's the game that i played in 2022 uh and that's that's tunic Hell yeah. Uh, Tunic is, um, I mean, just go listen to our Tunic episode, but uh, yeah, that, that that shit still lives rent-free in my mind. I think about that game almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um, to this day, I still <clears throat> I still think about it all the time because I think it is absolutely a spectacular achievement in uh, video games. And uh, I, I think that if anybody, you know, if you have an interest in video games, especially if you have an interest in retro games um specifically the legend of zelda if you have any semblance of an interest in that kind of thing uh, you owe it to yourself to play tunic 
Um, don't look it up. Don't read anything about it. Just go and play it. It's on Game Pass. I think it's on like everything now at this rate. At this point, it's you know it's kind of made its made its way around around the yard, the schoolyard. Yeah. Uh, so Although just, if you've been if you've been keeping up with this show, you've talked about it on the podcast before. So yeah. hopefully, if you've been listening, you'll know a decent amount about it already, which yeah. has piqued your interest enough where you'd want to play it. Go play it. Yeah. Uh, what was Matt? What was your top game that you played in twenty twenty two? So I, I have two answers, um, and it's a little bit difficult for me to choose one. Okay. Um, in the last episode, I talked about finally playing Phoenix Wright, the original Phoenix Wright for DS, which I played in, like, September-ish. And earlier in the year, in February, I played Yoshi's Crafted World, which for some reason a lot of people didn't like. But I really loved it. Um, I... I got really into it. Um, I was like singing along with the music and making up my own lyrics while I was playing for the very first time, which is something I don't usually do unless I've played a game a lot and I'm really used to the soundtrack, but I got so into it that it was just like a really, really bopping time the entire time. Um, But with Phoenix Wright, I got so absorbed in the story. I was playing like at four in the morning. I was sitting in bed playing, which is something I haven't done in a long time with a video game, except maybe like... I'll break out my Neo Geo Pocket Color and play, like, fucking Puzzle Bobble Mini sometimes. But, like, <laughs> that's how I can tell that a game has really resonated with me when I can't stop thinking about it or it makes me, like, incredibly jubilant oh, yeah. to play it. Yeah, you know? I, f- I feel the same way. I'll be, like, going through my day, like, at work or whatever, and I'll just, like, catch this fucking thing on my Oh, mind. man, I can't wait to get home and just yeah. play that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are my two answers. I can't pick one. They were both incredible. Wow. Those are I, I'm surprised. I did not think that those were the games you were going to pick, but I'm I'm glad you had uh, such uh, a. Do you well? Do you remember what I've played this year? Did you have something that you thought I was going to pick? No, but just like thinking about the stuff that, you know, even the stuff that came out this year, like for instance, uh, uh, Kirby for, Forgotten World, Forgotten Realm. Oh, I mean, I loved that Forgotten, too. Don't get me land, don't get right? me wrong at all. I loved that game also. You know, like in in the in the realm of of kirby slash yoshi games you know i feel like they're in a similar kind of kind of space um Mm. i I, you know for me like having played both of those games like i don't know for me i feel like forgotten land is like definitely the one that i would you know think most fondly about looking back on oh yeah uh because that was Uh, definitely forgotten land is definitely like a runner-up for me okay okay yeah that and uh omori is another runner-up for me yeah that is what that's what i thought you were gonna say um but yeah, yeah, no, it's up there. It's up there. I definitely was like <laughs> out and about giving lessons and like, oh, I just want to come home and play Omori. Um, in fact, I liked Omori so much that I, I wanted to tell everybody about it. I, I wanted to tell all of my friends. Not like I didn't want to spoil it, but I wanted to tell them about my experience and I wanted them to play it. I was able to convince Jackie to give it a try and she really liked it. And uh, I told Rachel the story about it. And uh, like, it's so close. I just. I, I have to give it to Phoenix Wright and Yoshi's Crafted World because I remember feeling on top of the fucking moon playing those games, you know? Nice. Don't we love when a video game can make you feel that way? Dude, I do love that. I really so do. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's let's uh, let's get this train chugging along. Um, yeah, model I, trains are sick. Let's go. I, <laughs> uh, wow, that's a throwback. Uh, yeah. we, okay, so here, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about three games that I've played over the past, I don't know, a few months that yeah, have. And I'm going to talk about one cause I've been so busy. I haven't been able to play very much. 
Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I, I have a feeling that the game that you're going to talk about is like a pretty grandiose big thing anyway, so we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. All right, so the first one I want to go over is uh, uh, Bowser's Fury. So Bowser's Fury yeah. is uh, the, the kind of a pack-in title when they re-released Super Mario 3D World on Switch back in, I want to say, maybe mm-hmm. 2018, 2019 or so. Uh, they yeah. added uh, what... I think a lot of people kind of just chalked up to being some DLC. They added uh, Bowser's Fury. Um, yeah, it's essentially just like a little side story. It's not a mainline title, not, and it's not a spin-off yeah, either. It's not a. It's not really anything. It's kind of its own thing. It's not really a DLC. It's like a little three-hour romp. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It, the okay, so the way <laughs> that they did this like short-ass little Mario adventure, uh, and. Uh, you know, like gave it its own world. It kind of had it didn't have any of its own characters per se, but kind of had its own, uh, it, kind of its own sense of style um, that borrowed, I think, yeah. from Mario 3D World a little bit, and also from maybe Mario Odyssey a little bit. Um, kind of like finds yeah. itself somewhere in the middle of there. Uh, essentially, you you know, it's it's kind of like an oversized uh, Mario 3D World stage. Um, except you have kind of complete 3D free roam ability. Um, and uh, you know, there's some challenges that you have to do. Collect all like the little stars or whatever, and, and then you beat it. Uh, it's, oh man, it's it's really good. I think it's really interesting that Nintendo did this uh, kind of short Mario experience. Because I don't, I can't think of another time that they might have done something like that. And I, I almost wish, I, I, when I, while I was playing it, I kind of got the, I mean, like I said, like it, it took me maybe three hours to beat. And maybe like I don't know five hours to like a hundred percent it, um, mm-hmm. and I, I, the whole time I was playing it, I just kind of felt like why wasn't this something like, like they, they could do something like this in kind of an episodic nature, right? Like if they just had this, I, I platform, wonder if that's what they were going for. Maybe, I don't know, like trying to test the waters. I don't know, like if they had this platform. Like here's the thing, I would pay, you know, fucking five bucks a month or whatever. For them to release like these stages, like this, right? Where it's like you get this Mario yeah. stage and it's kind of an oversized Mario level. You're going to play it, you know, for a handful of hours. And then next month you get another one, you know, and it's like a new a new world. And then, you know, like you can talk about it with your friends. All people online are all talking about the new Mario level that's out this month, right? And everybody's subscribing to it. Nintendo's raking in, you know, buckets of cash, and everybody's playing the new. And so everybody, th- you know, it's like an, you know, like it's a fucking TV show. The new episode of Game of Thrones comes out, and everybody <laughs> talks about it. Like I, I yeah. like I, I think that's just a. I, I feel like that would be a really smart way to, to handle this sort of thing between, especially when we're like between big mainline releases. You know, like Mario Odyssey came out what 2017, 2018, and 2017. you know, yeah. no sign of the new one. Uh, anytime yeah. soon, right? A new 3D Mario game, and so it's like in between releases. If you do, I don't know, like <clears throat> 12 months of of this, right? Do 12 levels, right? Of of these games. And yeah. I mean, I'm like color me a little ing- ignorant as to how long it took them to build this sta- this game. But I feel like once you have the kind of the base foundation of it in place, you know, like building another level or whatever is like no, you know, no small feat. But it's not building a whole new game. Yeah. Uh, so no. I, I don't know. Like I feel like they they really nailed this formula. It, it it's not without its faults. Like it has issues. It has some problems um, with the way that the, the kind of the, the villain obviously is Bowser. Spoiler alert. 
Bowser's furious. <laughs> he's furious. Uh, yeah. He's he's mad. Uh, he gets big sometimes. Uh, and there's kind of like a little event. It's kind of like in Breath of the Wild where like the <laughs> you know like the, the the blood moon happens or whatever. Uh, yeah. And you know, except shit, imagine that the blood moon happens like a fan. lot. Yeah. yeah, that's the kind of issue with this game is that it happens all the fucking time. It's like every 10 minutes. It happens It happens slowly at first, and then the more cat shines you collect, it happens like every fucking time. Dude, it gets really annoying. Like every every other shine, and then like every shine, and you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ, I get yeah. it. The guy has fury. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's not without its faults, but I don't know. Like I feel like this formula was just such a clever way of, of doing a Mario stage like that. Um, and I, you know, I... I feel like Nintendo has it in them to to do something a little more concrete with it and just keep going. Because, I, I mean, at this rate, like, you know, we're 45 years out of when this game even came out. So, like, you know, I think that that, that, sh- that ship has sailed. It's on the SSB. And, uh, but, it, you know, like, I, I don't think I don't think it's going to happen. But, damn, like, what a great way to, to like, tell these little short stories. I, I, I wish they would do more of them. Yeah. Uh, I, all right. I think that... Um... Just one thing I wanted to say about Bowser's yeah, yeah, Fury. Yeah. Actually, I guess it's one and a half things. Is um, you I really things. appreciate all these the half experience. things coming from. Listen, man, I just fucking I count in halves, okay? It 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 really helps me feel better about myself, especially things that are tiny in my life. Um. Anyway, <laughs> there's uh there's something to be said about tiny little uh like n- almost non games like this where it's an experience, but it's like. If you released this on its own for $60, there would be hell to pay. Right. But I actually, I loved Bowser's Fury so much when I played it that, yes, yeah, $60 is definitely not worth the uh, the experience, but it's still a worthy experience to play. Even if you've already played Mario 3D World or don't have any care in the world to play 3D World, Bowser's Fury is just so fucking cool. I would get the game just for Bowser's Fury, and essentially that's what I did because I... 100%ed 3D World on Wii U. Yeah. By myself, by the way. Like a mad person. I had to beat every stage with every character a thousand fucking times. <laughs> but um, I absolutely loved Bowser's Fury. Um, to my knowledge, this is just a little tiny like thing that intrigues me, linguistically speaking. To my knowledge, I believe it's the only Mario game of any kind that has Mario as the protagonist, but his name is not in the title. Can you think of another one? Uh, I'm going to ruminate on that and get back yeah. to you. Yeah. I don't I don't think there is. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's Bowser's Fury. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Shut up. That's Bowser's Fury. <laughs> it is interesting. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I hope we get more of this kind of thing. Nintendo just needs to, like, fucking, like, do some, like, interesting stuff. Like... I, I I feel like Nintendo's at its best when it does like the weird shit, you know, like the stuff that doesn't mm-hmm. fit in with the formula. It's not the mainline Mario game. It's not the mainline Zelda game. It's not you know Mario Kart number whatever. Tingles, you know? Rosie Rupee Land. Yeah, like I, I mean, I get that that's the stuff that doesn't make the money. You know, like I get that Bowser's Fury was probably not the thing that was raking in the raking buckets of cash. You know, like it wasn't it wasn't that. <laughs> but it yeah. you know it, I think it's. I don't know. I think there's something to be said for these like small experiences that they they just need to do more of, um, because I feel like that's what what really keeps like kind of your core player base in for with Nintendo. I I don't know. Maybe I'm off on that, but 
I feel I feel like the most interesting stuff from Nintendo comes when they do this kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, we got to move I along. Agree. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, the second. Uh, I'm going to jump down the list here. I'm going to talk about yeah. the the uh, second. I guess kind of game that I've been playing uh, that's kind of grabbed my attention lately. Do it. Uh, and it's it's a mobile game. It's a mobile game. I don't Ew. really talk much about Gross. mobile games because I'm not <laughs> much of a mobile gamer. I don't really do mobile <laughs> games. Typically, when you play a mobile game, uh, you you get you know like fucking like uh, you, you know get get all the coins to get the gems, and then wait an hour, and then build your next house with the gems, and then spend five. Here's hours. an ad. Here's a second ad. Yeah, you know. Press the X. Oh man, you accidentally hit a little bit too far to the left of the X. Looks like you're going to the app store, Jimbo. Yeah, it's like you know, mobile games are are historically. There's there's some there's some there's some good there, but there's very little <laughs> good yeah. in the mobile game market. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so uh, a, a few months ago, there was a game released um, by. Uh, did you ever play Hearthstone, Matt? Hearthstone, the Blizzard card. Oh yeah. Game. Yeah. The the, the you know. Blizzard Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Exactly. So Hearthstone, I was big on that when I was in university. I was really big into Hearthstone. I liked that game a lot. Um, mm-hmm. As it turns out, the individual uh, who was kind of the, the leading force behind Hearthstone left Blizzard, uh, you know, a number of years ago, and he's been working on his own game uh, with his own team. Um, uh, it's a mobile game uh, for for mobile mobile iPhones and, and and Android phones, and I think it's available on PCs as well. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's like Hearthstone, a collectible card battler. Um, and, uh, he, you know, they were making this game and the way I understand it is at some point down the road, they were like, Hey, we've got to sell this game. How are we going to sell this game? And NetEase came in and NetEase is a Chinese company who uh, specializes in mobile games. They helped uh, Blizzard with their Diablo Immortal, uh, mobile kind of spinoff of Diablo, which got kind of middling reviews. Uh, so NetEase comes in and says, Hey, we'll help you kind of publish, sell this game, but you got to put Spidey in it. Spidey, Captain America, they all got to be in it because that's how mm. we're going to sell it. And so Marvel Snap was born. Oh my god. Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap is <laughs> Marvel Snap is We this happens every time. You and I <laughs> the fucking show notes. Is there is there a problem, Matthew? <laughs> you wrote <laughs> You wrote Marv Lewis's afternoon rest. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, I get it. Marvel's nap. Marvel's nap. <laughs> Talk about the game. Talk, okay, <laughs> Talk about I'm, the game. I'm trying to here. So Marvel Snap is a uh, iOS uh, Android PC card battler, very similar to Hearthstone. Um, uh-huh. There are two things about this game that I, I, I absolutely adore. Uh, one is that it uh, takes about, I don't know, three minutes, maybe, maybe two minutes to play a match. That's it. These are not 10-minute matches. These are not five-minute mat- net matches. It, it, you know, it, it's, it's a bathroom break kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it, in addition to that, it plays exclusively in portrait mode. It is not a landscape. You do not have to turn your phone or use mm-hmm. two hands to play this game. Ooh. You can play this game. It really is a bathroom game. One handed. <laughs> it absolutely is. 
And uh, I think this is, you know, quintessential mobile game. I, I feel like this is what mobile games really need to get better at doing. There have been a handful of good mobile games that do this kind of thing um, previously, but I think that this is where mobile really shines uh, is for these like really, really short, quick, easy, you know, experiences where you don't have to like turn the phone sideways boot up a thing watch an ad play the game load into the chapter you know like that's not a mobile game experience if it takes me more than 30 seconds to get into a match hell if it takes me more than 10 seconds to get into a match like there's probably something wrong if in in Mm -hmm. with a mobile game like it's got to be quick it's got to be easy you got to be able to do it in a snap uh so in marvel snap there are uh, three three (laughs) lanes that you play into Uh, And each lane, um, you can play your cards, and each lane has a different effect that gets revealed as the game progresses. Um, And the interesting kind of namesake feature of the game is at any point in the match, you can snap. uh, Which what it basically does is a uh, kind of a double or nothing uh, uh, mechanic. It's kind of almost like a betting mechanic where Mm -hmm. you can, you know, at the end of each battle, uh, you get a certain amount of, uh, I don't know what the fuck, points gems levels tokens i don't know you get currency uh it's more like xp um okay and the the xp that you get uh from it uh you uh will either gain or lose depending if you win or lose the match uh and you can kind of double or nothing it so you know if if we're going to the final uh final turn uh i can snap which then uh means i will win four and you will lose four xps uh, you know, uh, rather than it being two, uh, for instance, um, if right. we both if we both snap, then we both think that we're going to win, right? And then that that uh, the ante is up to eight in that final turn. Ooh. Uh, so uh, you you can also retreat if you don't think you're going to win, and your your opponent snaps, and you're like, oh shit! So it's kind of it's almost like a bluffing tactic, right? Like at some point in the game, you can you can snap even if you don't think you're going to win, in an, in an attempt to convince your opponent that you, they that you think that you're going to win. And so right. perhaps that they will retreat uh, ahead of time and you will be spared um, from losing a whole bunch of XP from because you aren't going to win, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's very it, interesting, actually. It, it's super interesting. Yeah. It's super, you know, there. there's obviously there's going to be some of that mobile gaminess in there. Like there's microtransactions. You can buy the gold, mm. you know, you can buy some, some extra cards. You can buy some cosmetic. The vast majority of stuff that you can do in there is cosmetic. Um, it's very difficult. It's possible, but very difficult to get ahead by paying money. Um, you would have to That's pay an good. exorbitant amount uh, to really like get ahead mecha- mechanically in the game. The vast majority mm-hmm. of the microtransactions are um, are cosmetic. Uh, very beginner friendly. Like I said, the battle, the matches are really really quick. Um, and for, like for the record, I'm I'm somebody who you know, could give a whole. I, <sighs> I don't. I don't care about Marvel all that much. I. It's fine. I. I don't mind it. You know. I. I don't. You know. Stick my nose up at it or anything like that. But I don't. Like. I don't know who these characters are. I don't care about them. You know. Like Spider Man's cool. I'll watch a Spider Man movie. But I don't. Like, I'm not. You know. I don't fucking care. So uh, <laughs> the fact. The fact that I don't give a shit about Marvel and I'm still enjoying this game as much as I am. I feel like. Sp- speaks quite a bit to the quality of the actual gameplay itself if you can get yourself past the mobile gaminess of it um, i think it's really worth spending some time with uh it's it's a lot of fun if you uh, liked hearthstone at all um it's worth playing uh you know it's it's 
it, it's quite enjoyable. Um, really one of the best mobile games that I've played. Uh, so that's really good to hear, honestly, because I, I find myself not enjoying most mobile games, and the ones that I do enjoy, they keep shutting down. I remember back in the day where you talked about uh, Doctor Mario World. Oh and, yeah, uh, I, I loved that game, and it's gone. It's gone. Well, Goodbye. you're you're in luck. Marvel Snap, you know, came out just a few months ago. I think it came out in August, maybe, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it's picking up a lot of steam from what I've heard. Um, from what I've read, it's it sounds like it's you know it's doing better than they they expected it to be, and for good reason. It's a good fucking game. Uh, yeah. So definitely, would recommend giving a, a try. Uh, Marvel Snap. Um, I've got one more game I want I want to I want to touch on here before yeah. I, I hand the hand the mic over to you. You handed over to me to talk for three seconds about the one game I've been playing. <laughs> sure you got more. You got more talking than that. I know. I'm sure you do. You got a lot yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I have. Stuff. I have something I want to talk about later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Well, uh, I'll I'll wrap up my 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 speaking time. My time with the talking bear. Um, I'll, I want to talk about a game uh, that I did not expect to play. So at the beginning of the year, I, I sometimes do this thing where, you know, I look at my backlog and I think about games that I haven't played, games that I probably should have played by this point in my life, games yeah. that might be coming out this year, maybe games that came out recently that I haven't gotten around to yet. And, you know, and I think about games that I, you know, there, there's a number of games that are high up on that list. I'm like, okay, man, I got to play this, you know? Yeah. Uh, and this game was a game that I did not expect to play. It was not anywhere on that list. Uh, I was watching a uh, the 2022 year in review video from My Life in Gaming. Uh, oh yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, where they talk about like the, all the games that they played in 2022. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Corey was talking about what a good time he had with the Yakuza series. Yeah. In 2022. And the Yakuza series was something that was just like never really on my radar at all. Um, I, you know, I, I played games long enough that it was on my radar. Uh, you know, those games came out. It was always one of those things that you'd see at the like the video game rental store for a couple years, uh, or you know, on the the shelf of a GameStop or whatever. Uh, and I just like you know, I I didn't have any interest in it. I didn't look into it that much. Uh, but he spoke very highly of them and he had not played, he was kind of in the same position as me. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward a couple of days, I had a friend over, we were kind of hanging out, flipping through game pass, uh, as you do seeing what's on there lately. And Yakuza comes up, I see it. I kind of scroll a little bit past it. And my, my friend is like, no, 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 dude, Yakuza zero. That game is awesome. And I'm like, hold on. Like multiple people have been saying like, Hey, the Yakuza games are good. Why, why? You know, what's up with this, uh, I, I don't know, what's that thing where you just, like, keep hearing about the same thing over and over in a short period of time? You're like, what's going on? Oh, uh, a Bader-Meinhof syndrome. What? I What? Yeah, I just know what that is. Don't worry. Uh, okay, so I got Bader-Meinhofed into Yakuza yeah. 0. So, here I go, playing Yakuza so tell, 0. So tell me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I... So I had, oh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, hold on, am I playing the right game first? Because the Yakuza series, if you aren't familiar, has I, I think like eight mainline games at this point, Couple, starting yeah. with and one. It, doesn't through... it have like an overarching story, right? Yes, yeah. to my understanding, for the most part, yes. Uh, one through six, 
then there was a, like a dragon uh, is I think the most uh, recent one, which I think is technically number seven or maybe even number mm-hmm. eight. There might be another like a, another kind of spinoff one in there. Uh, mm-hmm. At some point along the line, I want to say in 2016 or so, they released Yakuza Zero, uh, which uh, is kind of a prequel to the rest of the games, but it's not a necessary like. It's not prequel in that it's like an origin story. It's a little bit more like it's a, you know, imagine if they just did another one, but it happened before the original one. Beforehand, (laughs) you know, yeah, Yeah, it was. It's like that. Right. Uh, And so I I did a quick little Google search about, hey, which Yakuza game should I play first? Everyone's like, play Zero first. I'm like, okay, here I go. Uh, Yakuza Zero, I the Yakuza series, I'd always kind of written up to be like, oh, it's a Grand Theft Auto clone, you know? It's you know, no you, way. You, I, I've heard people say that it's like a spiritual successor to Shenmue, almost. It is. Oh, I kept thinking that. I haven't even played Shenmue, and I've thought a lot about that. <laughs> well, I've I told you a lot about Shenmue. Yeah, this and this, show. this entire time I'm playing this game, I'm like, is this what Shenmue is like? So uh, y- Yakuza is is um a open world. No, no cars you know you're on foot uh but open yeah. world um jrpg brawler i would say uh where you know you basically are a, 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 a ex-member of the yakuza and you are uh kind of seeking revenge about some yakuza members who have done you wrong slash trying to get to the bottom of some mysteries who are going that are going on there's also a kind of a secondary story or a second story where you play a different character uh, in a different uh, section of Japan. Uh, his section is in Osaka. The original one is in Tokyo. Uh, they He is a uh, also ex-Yakuza member who's kind of trying to get back into the game. Um, and you kind of, you know, do some missions and, uh, and follow along the story. And some like absolutely wacky wild things kind of happen along the way, as it were. The trailers yeah. and all of the kind of like gameplay footage of this had always made me feel like this was just kind of a gritty beat em up. You know, you're fighting bad guys. You know, you're dealing with the the, the gangs. You're in in the Japanese mafia kind of thing. You know, and that's I think why I was so turned off about it. My friend who told me to play it was like, "Hey, go on YouTube, search this thing, and watch this video." And it's a video of one of the characters from this game just, like, singing karaoke and doing, like, an absolute ridiculous dance <laughs> on roller skates while singing yeah. karaoke. And I'm like, hold on. Hold the phone. This game is maybe yeah, not what I thought it was. Yeah, game's very japanese It has, like, this gritty exterior, but when you get into it, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's basically what you'd get if you crossed, like, the anger of Grand Theft Auto, but with, like, the wacky kind of easternness of like final fantasy so i guess what i mean by that is like you know like imagine like scenes from final fantasy any scene that from final fantasy series that has like a moogle in it and like it's kind of wacky and silly it's like you get a lot of that but you also get like these dudes bashing each other's skulls in and there's like blood flying everywhere. You're like beating <laughs> somebody with a bicycle. And <laughs> that's like the, exactly the... what Shenmue feels like. There's oh, just, yeah. like, the game's mostly serious, but there's like these scenes where it's like, oh, okay, this is, this is totally Jap- Japanese. It's very anime inspired. Oh, but <laughs> totally the, the thing about Yakuza is it totally knows it's being silly. Like, right? Like it, it, it's not just like, that's the difference. Yeah. Shenmue, I don't think is aware that it's silly at times. Oh, Yakuza absolutely knows it's being silly, yeah. but it's like got so much heart in it. You know, like you have these moments, like actual, like, you know, like tearful, 
like emotional moments, like heart wrenching moments. And then like 10 minutes later, you're like fucking like helping this dominatrix be a better dominatrix while there's like children in a playground (laughs) watching you teach her how to like it, it, you know, and it's, it's fucking like so silly. It toes the line between like you being just like this badass dude who's kicking ass and, you know, but like also like being like wild and bombastic and, and hilarious and like, you never really know what to expect because it toes this line so well. Like yeah. there, you know, it's, it's absolutely like bonkers how well it does this. Um, it's, it, you know, there's, there's some difficulty in terms of you, you got to get past the kind of Japanese RPG elements of it. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't know how to describe it. You, all the menu buttons that you select make a ridiculous kind of like loud chiming sound effect when you select things like a Final Fantasy game would. Uh, all of the side quests is like the, you learn this person's entire life story because they want you to come and help them with like a fucking film shoot. And because the director, the producer didn't show up. So they get you to put on this like stupid costume. You know, you run to the other side of the map to collect the costume. You put on the costume, you run back, you're like helping out with this film shoot. You know, like it's like this, all these like wild, absolutely like weird side quests that go on. Um, Mm -hmm. and there's charm in that, but I also think like there's to some extent you got to get past that to really enjoy it. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, and all that, most of that stuff is, is skippable anyway, but the story still does a good job of like putting you in these weird situations as well. Like very early on in the game, there's a karaoke mission that is like integral to the story. You have to do it. You can't skip it kind of thing. And so it kind of introduces itself very I think very smartly in that way of like, hey, you're playing this game. You've just kicked some ass, right? You know that that's what this is right. about. But like, look at this other shit that's also going going to go down, right? Oh, so yeah. there's it's, I, it's a great hook um, into. That. I constantly see like memes on Facebook, especially shared by uh, my friend Laura from the forum um, about Yakuza, and it's gotten me really interested to give it a Dude, try. Dude, who the I, fuck? Where was I? No one told me about this. So like I. <laughs> I don't know. I like no one was telling me either. Really, I just I've known about it being a collector and a historian for so long. I own one Yakuza game. I have Yakuza Three for PlayStation Three, which I bought with you. Do uh, you remember when we went to my buddy Shagan's house to his like sweaty attic? Oh and bought yeah. All his games. I bought that with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and I still haven't played it. I want to, but uh, wait, didn't I buy Shenmue then too? Uh, I think you may have. I think I did. I can't remember. That's fucking weird. Listen, if you like Yakuza, then you'll like Shenmue. You you seem to have been interested in Shenmue from what I've told you here on the podcast. So, uh, dude, you gotta play Yakuza Zero. It's 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 good. Uh, All right. Uh, it it's on. <laughs> I'm playing. I don't own it. I I'm playing it on the PlayStation whatever PlayStation Game Pass. PlayStation's Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever the fuck that thing's called. Uh, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's I, I'm playing it on that. It's runs perfectly fine. It's it's good. Hell yeah. Um, it's a, it's it's a PS3 game that was like. Yeah. It came out on PS3 in Japan, and then it came out on PS4 in the West, uh, and so uh, it very much feels like a PS3 game. Like there's some big heavy rain vibes sometimes. Oh of Just yeah. like the facial animations and things like that. Uh, so just buckle up for that. And if you're you, you know I'm. 
you, you'll be good. Oh, I'm buckled. I'm I'm buckled. That's a, that's a series I will get into at some point. Yeah. I feel a little daunted to get into it because I've been told that it's even more expansive than Shenmue, which is already expansive. As Throw hell. away so. your collector hat. I know I know that's hard, but you just got to do it because from what I've read, 100%ing it is like 150 hours. I've done worse done. than that. I, I, I know, is, but Matthew, this is the, before, the right? zero-th like, game I... in a series of fucking like seven. <laughs> I don't 100% games on the first playthrough, so don't worry. Yeah, uh, from what I've read, it's, it's it sounds like the story is going to take me about like 30 to 40 hours, which I'm game for. I am not going to yeah. play all 150 hours to 100% it. I, I also don't know if I'm going to play the rest of the games anytime soon. I feel, you know, I, I feel like my attention span for this sort of thing is probably capped after 40 hours of one of them. And then, you yeah. know, maybe in a few months slash years time, I'll decide to play the next ones, maybe, question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, that's a lot of JRPG, you know, to, to get through in, in one go. Uh, yeah. But... I dude, I'm just like so glad that I finally have this knowledge of what the fuck these games are about because, man, <laughs> I am my life is better for it. I'm really glad, dude. Listen to you. You're playing a video game. <laughs> That's what we do here. It is. Yeah. And I'm doing it. In fact, I just I... listed off three video games, and you're you're about yeah. to list off. I'm about one? to list off a uh, half of one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, I want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you and your halves. Um, yeah, I've been playing. Um, so, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 came out uh, just last year, and everybody jumped on the bandwagon, and they were like, oh my god, it's so fucking good. A lot of people I know who played Xenoblade 1 and were disappointed by 2 said that 3 was even better than 1, and I was like, really? That's insane to me. Hold on, for Especially, reference, you, you liked yeah. 1, you liked 2? I loved Xenoblade 1. Uh, so, 2 is the one I'm playing right now. Because I want uh, to play two before I move on to three. I hear you. Um, at the at the insistence of both Max and Rachel, uh, I am playing through Xenoblade Chronicles two, which uh, I was going to play through anyway. But they were like, "Fuck the randomizer, play Xenoblade two right now." And I was like, "Well, I got two people on my ass to play Xenoblade two. I guess I gotta." <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm really liking the experience so far because of the holidays. I haven't had the chance to really sit down and play it too much. But what I've played of it so far, I'm really enjoying. However, I have complaints. <laughs> um, they're not game-breaking complaints. They're not deal-breakers. They don't ruin the experience for me. I just kind of wish they weren't there. Um, to start with, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 really doesn't feel like it's in the same series as Xenoblade Chronicles 1. I've heard that. Does it, okay, um, does it feel, did you play X? No, and it's it's cross by the way. It's not X. Oh, is it? What? Yeah. Why does yeah. nobody tell me these things? <laughs> yeah, it's Xenoblade Chronicles Cross. I'm I'm sorry to be a pedant about it, but you know it is. It's cross. You know how they released Chrono Cross and they didn't put they didn't. It's not fucking Chrono X. Yeah, no. It's it's definitely the letter X, but it's pronounced Xenoblade Chronicles Cross. Oh because... my god. <laughs> next, next, they're gonna call, tell me that it's Dracula Cross, not Dracula X. Yeah, dude, there are people who are saying, like, Final Fantasy X, like, still to this day. and I'm Final like, Fantasy listen. Cross. It's it's Final Fantasy X. Uh-huh. Their games are all numbered. Stop. Basically, <laughs> if, if a game if a game has an X in the title, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a crapshoot as to how to say it. Might be X, might be 10, might be Cross. You don't know. You don't yeah. know. You're just going to make do, an do ass you out of yourself no matter what. Do you remember that game that came out for, I think it was 3DS, or maybe it was DS, I can't remember. It was Project uh-huh, X. 
Project X zone. You mean pro- Project Ten zone? It's Project Cross zone. <laughs> so same same shit. <laughs> okay. My, um, my question was going to be. Yes. Xenoblade Chronicles X Ten Cross was yeah. kind of a spinoff of the series. Yes. And people were kind of upset at how different it was from the, the standard series. Yeah. Uh, does two kind of feel like that? Does two kind of feel like a departure from? I mean, I guess I guess by at two, at, you know, by the point that two came out, there wasn't exactly a standard for what these games are. No, there wasn't. But I will say that it it feels enough like Xenoblade One that you're like, okay, yeah, this is Xenoblade Two. But it feels different enough from Xenoblade One where you go, is this Xenoblade Two? It's really hard to describe. Um, like it still has a lot of the same core elements. There's like switchable party members, and there are arts which are in the first game as well. Um, there's like weapons experience points and uh, like skill points and stuff like that. That was all stuff that was in Xenoblade One. Um, so it feels like a natural progression of the series in that way. But the characters are really different. All of the um, like settings are different. The story is totally different, and as far as I can tell so far, has absolutely no connection whatsoever to Xenoblade 1. So what I'm hearing I know is that, that this is Final Fantasy 2 to Final Fantasy 1. Right, I was just about to say, that's not unheard of in a in a, in a gigantic JRPG series, is for the, the separate entries to be completely disparate from each other. Right. It's just, I'm surprised at... You know, for the second entry in this major series, Nintendo isn't usually well known for doing that. The only series I can think of that is like that is like Fire Emblem, where there are a couple of direct sequels, but mostly it's different characters, different land, completely different story with no relation to the others. Yeah. This is unusual for a Nintendo product. It's still a great game, though. That's a minor complaint. My second uh, minor complaint is everything's fucking slow. Uh, everyone talks really slowly, uh, sifting through menus is really, really slow. Instead of, like, a very quick, like, pull up this button and here's your equip menu, you have to go into, like, sub-menu upon sub-menu upon sub-menu to get to, like, a specific thing that you want to look at. Like, if I want to equip, uh, certain items to certain party members, I have to pause the game, go to characters, go to that specific character, which is not as simple as just a menu, no, no. Instead of being like a drop-down menu where you have a list of characters, you have to scroll through each character one at a time, then select that character themselves instead of their weapon, because you can select their weapon separately. Then you get a sub-menu for that character, which is just a list instead of a scroll, thank goodness. And then there's a sub-menu inside of that sub-menu inside of the fucking character sub-menu. And I just want to fucking put an item on my character! Why is this so complicated? Oh my god. Um, it's easy to understand, it's just really slow. Um, and the only other minor complaint that I have about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is, um, I really don't like the map. There, there are only three ways to look at the map when you're in-game. You can look at the map all you want in the map menu, that's great. But when I'm moving around, there are only three ways to look at the map. Two zoomed in too zoomed out and oh god why the fuck is this covering the whole screen now i can't see where i'm going (laughs) and i'm just like well fuck (laughs) like where i know where to go but at the same time it's like jesus christ the game does a very good job of mitigating this by giving you markers where you have to go similar to like a crazy taxi where it's just like here's where to go follow this arrow right um 
So you don't even have to technically listen to the story at all to get through the game. Just keep following the pink markers. Um, not that I would do that. I, I, I'm liking the story so far a lot, actually. I love the characters. Um, but <laughs> the map system is still necessary because the pink marker will only show you the general direction where to go. And it'll tell you if it's above or below your current elevation. But you still have to look at the map to know how the hell to get there. And I don't like the map. It's very... Mm. It's easy to understand when you're looking at it, but looking at it is the problem. I don't want to have to stop the game every, like, 45 seconds to pull up the main map where I can zoom at my leisure. There's a mini-map right there in the corner. Why can't it just have, like, a lot of different zoom options? It has three bad options. They're all bad. I hate all of them. (laughs) So, what I'm hearing is that you're enjoying it, but not as much as one. Yeah, I loved one. Um, does it does I'm, it feel I'm now really like a two, but... like a bit of a grind to get through two so to finally be able to play three? Well, the thing is, like, I am enjoying my experience. I don't feel like I'm just getting through it to play three. I know that that's kind of like the main drive behind why Max and Rachel told me I should play two, so that I could finally play three and experience it, since it's better than one in everyone's opinion. But I'm still enjoying the experience of just playing two for what it is instead of just a pass between. I just have some problems with it. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair enough. I thought yeah. <laughs> I played what uh, two hours maybe of Xenoblade One, and it was like, eh. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you know. Yeah, I uh, I I still love Xenoblade One. It's fantastic. If I had played it last year, it probably would have been my favorite game of last year. But I played it in 2021, so. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Man, those battles were just, I don't know. I love it. I, I love action RPGs. Uh, ones that, like, like you have to uh, think on your feet and everything like that. I, like, I love that. Oh, wait. Speaking of, there is actually one other minor complaint that I have with the game. And I'll make this brief. It's actually really important. I'm surprised I didn't mention it first. Um, the game doesn't do a good job of teaching you about itself. It has a tutorial system, but it doesn't tell you enough. Essentially, it boils down to like, hey, your character has specials. Press this button during this meter to do the special. Also, it does extra things, but you'll figure it out. I'm like, no, I won't. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> and so, like, I've, I've actually taken to whenever the game pops up with a tutorial text box, I'm like, you know what? Mash through this and look up a, re- look up a walkthrough for the walkthrough to explain the tutorial to me better than the game itself. <laughs> and doing that has actually significantly enhanced my experience. <laughs> the tutorials in the game don't teach you enough you can get through the game with the tutorials they give you but you'll struggle a lot more than if someone just said hey by the way uh this extra thing about the tutorial you know? yeah <laughs> I, I definitely feel like jrpgs kind of do that sometimes whenever i've had this game that does problem it poorly it does it, it really it, badly whenever yeah. i have i've had that problem it's kind of been in a jrpg there's a there's been a handful of things in yakuza that i've had to like google just to make sure that i like understood this correctly <laughs> you know yeah so i don't know uh yeah hey, that's pretty much you, all i wanted to say we're chugging along in this episode i just looked at the clock and i'm like oh fuck so so we yeah. we we kind of we, we kind of talked earlier we we're probably not going to do any gamer news this week uh yeah there really isn't anything to talk about i mean we we say that our listeners right now are like what the fuck like you guys have been away for three months and you're telling me there's no news, like nothing happened in those three. I well, mean, the thing is, like, like if, if y'all want, we can talk about, we can talk about something that, that came out. Ago, yeah. yeah, 
like, it's, like it's, it's old write, news at this point <laughs> you know leave a comment down below if you really want us to talk about something to happen in fucking like october but uh otherwise Did you know I think... stephanie mcmahon left the wrestling yeah i heard about that that's that's her name right <laughs> i think so <laughs> um but yeah no gamer news with a z uh you got your z earlier when tyler said gen z in like the first six minutes of the episode so uh yeah everybody you know, gets one <laughs> Every... <laughs> Ew, I don't like Spidey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not a Marvel fan. Uh, uh, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about, though, before we end the episode. Uh, I'll make this as quick as I possibly can. I'll talk about it more next episode, but I just wanted to mention, I went to MAGFest again. Yeah, you did. And you didn't fucking come again. <laughs> no, I didn't. Hey, look, What's I've got... What's your excuse this time? I've got a wedding and a honeymoon coming up. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in... in some few short months here yeah yeah was it was it this past month where uh fucking Hagfest was but those are expensive things to do (laughs) i know i know i'm kidding that's more important i would feel the exact same way Uh, nothing next year i love video games very much but nothing is more important than next magfest probably you fucking better bring lauren too i'll try a huge huge party tell me about but yeah i went to 23 magfest Sure, it was uh, it was really good, but it was not as good as some previous years. I feel like the panels were a little lacking this year. I still had a wonderful time. A lot of people on um the like the Facebook Magfest groups that you and I follow were saying that this year they were having a lot of problems with staff, which is unusual. Oh. Usually, Mag staff is really good and friendly and like progressive, but this year they were being kind of shitty. I don't know the like major specifics of it. But I will say that uh, I was spurned a little bit by Magstaff this year. Uh, we lined up for the Throne Controllers panel. And then while we were all lined up, Magstaff came over and forced us to reform the line from a different place. And so people who were in back of the line that had first formed were suddenly in front. And guess who the fuck was actually in front before the line reformed? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we ended brutal. up in, like, the middle of the line slash, like, towards the back. Instead of in the front where we were when everybody first lined up. I don't understand yeah. why they forced us to reform the line. I really don't understand why they made us reform the line. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as it goes, I guess, with volunteer run, for the most part, events like that, I suppose. But still, like, not, not the kind of thing you want to hear, I guess. No, definitely not. But the main reason I wanted to bring up MAGFest, I'll tell stories about MAG next time if we have time. Sure. And I'm sure we will. But this time I wanted to talk about what I bought uh, because this is the collections part of the podcast. So um, I have my backpack here with me if you'll probably hear me rifling through it. But I wanted to talk about a couple of the major things I got. Not everything because there are some commons in here. Yeah, but uh, I want to I I hear Sure. Um, to start with, uh, every single day of MAG this year, um, thank you very much, Rachel. Uh, she tasked me with buying a specific game that met a, speci- a specific criterion every day of MAG. So day one was I had to get a Genesis game. Day two was an Atari 5200 game. Turns out nobody was selling any. So she I was going to say, I would have been surprised <laughs> if you found any one. Yeah, she changed her mind to Super Nintendo, and then day three was GameCube, and day four was not a specific console, but a pre-1995 game that had to do with dinosaurs. And so uh, I got all four of those. The Genesis game was Gargoyles. Um, Really good game. 
the uh, not 5200, but instead Super Nintendo game was Separation Anxiety, which I had wanted for a long time. Oh, Spider-Man nice, and Venom. Yeah. Um, the GameCube game was SSX Tricky, uh, the foil oh, edition so instead of like good. the regular ass edition. So good. Um, hell yeah. And the pre-1995 dinosaur game was Jurassic Park 2, The Chaos Continues. Mm. So hell yeah. All right, right on. Um, yeah. Uh, I got Space Harrier for TurboGrafx-16. Oh, nice. Really hard to find, mostly yeah, because yeah. it's on TurboGrafx-16, but it's also one of the rarer uh, games on the console anyway. I love me some uh, Space Harrier. Hell yeah. I, I used to sit and play Space Harrier all the fucking time. Uh, in an arcade that was near my house growing up as a child before I even understood what it was. So Yu Suzuki, man. Yu Suzuki comes up again. Second time in this episode. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the man who made Shenmue slash Yakuza. He comes up all the time. <laughs> uh, I got Mickey fucking Mania for Sega CD. Oh, uh, I didn't even which know that is the rarest. Yeah, which is the rarest version of it. Uh, it's complete because it's a Sega CD game. I wouldn't buy it any other way. Um, but to be honest, the thing I'm most happy that I got uh, is uh, Hatchress on NES. Wow. Uh, it's is, just it's a staple of the library, and I was missing that you it. Hadn't had it already. Exactly. That's precisely why I was excited to finally find it. Um, somebody had it for a really good price. Um, nice. Other than that, another one I was really excited to get was The Ooze for Sega Genesis, Ah, which is a game I've been looking for since my childhood. Uh, When I was younger, my mom bought me one of those, like, plug-and-play, like, six-in-one Sega Genesis things. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And it had The Ooze on it, and I played it one day on a whim, and I really liked it. Hold on, The Ooze was one of the six? Yeah, it was Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, Echo the Dolphin, Columns... Uh, gain ground and the ooze. <laughs> wow! Uh, for Secret Santa, my my uh, my buddy Nick got me Boogerman on Genesis. Oh, dude, I love that game. Uh, which you know is basically the sequel to the ooze, or maybe the ooze <laughs> is the sequel to Boogerman. Basically, Mate, basically you... the same game. Are you are you calling it Boogerman on purpose? What what do you call it? Booger booger. Boogerman, yeah. Oh, that's the New York in you. Yeah. Do you? Really? Do Canadians say booger? Yeah, uh, yeah. Are you fi- are you fucking me? Can- you have, like, Canadians snot in the comments, sa- sound off. It's a booger. Are you serious? You, Canadians, when you have a snot loogie, you say booger. Yeah. What are you? I feel like you're fucking with me. <laughs> I'm not. No, I swear to God, it's it's the O O like in look and book. It's booger. I've never heard anyone say booger. I thought you were fucking with me, like how we say banana mania. No fucking way, man. <laughs> You're fucking with me. Okay, I'm I'm gonna pull every single individual that I know personally, all of them. I'm gonna okay. pull all of them. And how do I know episode, they're not all just gonna be fucking like, oh yeah, let's all prank Matt. He's next dumb, and next episode. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming back and I'm gonna let you know what yeah. the. I just looked up rhymes with booger. Yeah, what comes up? Yeah. <laughs> Things like sugar. <laughs> yeah, sugar rhymes with booger because it's hookers, uh it's hookers. sugar. Hookers. Hooker Footers. doesn't rhyme with booger. It doesn't have the same fucking that velar consonant is different. Language. <laughs> anyway, I bought video games. That's all I wanted to talk about. 
<laughs> thanks. Thanks so much. That's the end of our show. Hi. It's me. I'm ending the show. <laughs> to learn Please more about do. Super FX. Yeah. Uh, guys, visit our website, superfxpodcast.com. Uh, you can find our show wherever you find your other favorite podcasts, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, at SuperFXPodcast. That includes YouTube, by the way. The, the, uh, the URL is slash at SuperFXPodcast, because YouTube. Reach out with any comments or questions on social media, and you can send us an email, too. We're hi at superfxpodcast.com. Also, we're hi to think that it's pronounced booger. It's hi at superfxpodcast.com. Booger at superfxpodcast.com. <laughs> if, if you send an email to booger at superfxpodcast.com, I'll make sure it redirects to hi at superfxpodcast.com. If you like what we're doing and you'd like to support us, uh, please consider doing what Rachel is doing uh, and uh, become a patron. Uh, at patreon.com slash superfxpodcast. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, dude, please like, please subscribe, leave a comment. I'm begging you. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I- I'm begging you. Please help us out by rating and reviewing our show. We ne- we really need it. I, I need to eat. <laughs> Special <laughs> thanks to Kenny Martin for our theme income. song. <laughs> hey, Kenny Martin, thanks a lot for our theme song. Uh, you can find him at Kenma, that's K-E-N-M-A dot Bandcamp dot com. And uh, as always, guys, thanks to you. Thanks for bearing with us while we were on sabbatical, but now we're sabbatical. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.